You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The worst part was, I mean, it's not really the worst part. Like, I was mm-hmm. really confident in my abilities in this thing, and so were you, because Weird. you were in this also. Wait, I was? Yeah, I don't were- like being that... You were confident. I shouldn't well, be there. You were confident until kind of the end. And then uh, the thing was, though, once I actually got on stage, that's where it went a little bit differently than I thought it would. I'll have to say that. I mean, because I, I woke up at one point in the middle of the night considering it like, okay, yeah, maybe I should give this a shot. And then by the end of the night, no, it's a terrible idea. Oh, I'll I feel explain. like you kidnapped me and I was like, like taken into yeah, your dream. I don't like that. Yeah, sorry about that. You're oh. part of it now. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a lot of stuff that we're going to get to today. We've got a special guest that's going to be joining us, and that is Becky Bronstein. Uh, she is a comedian here in town. She's going to be a uh, first time on our show. First time on our show. And we actually met Becky during Bridgetown. She's super rad and mm-hmm. um, yeah, we're really excited to have her in. Yeah, so she's going to be joining us here in just a little bit here on the show. I do want to say also thank you to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Expedia link when you're planning your travels ab- abroad or locally for business or pleasure or for whatever you want to do or maybe just a secret trip you want to take. Just go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Expedia link and then uh, and, uh, and, and do that. That would be awesome if you did so. Sorry, where would, would you go right wonderful. now if you were to book a trip? Oh, I right think now, I'd... if you could leave right now today for a one day trip, where would you go? Galway, one... Ireland. No, one day. You can't get there in one day. One day trip. One day trip. I would go to New Orleans. New Orleans. Okay, yeah. Mm, uh, how about that's you? not bad. Albuquerque. That's where I would go. Oh my God, you in Albuquerque. I still want to go but to it's Albuquerque. It's the weirdest thing. So badly. I, I don't know why. I just, I really want to go there. I have no reason. I don't know anyone there. That was like when I got obsessed with that strange place. I can't remember where it was. It was a, a few months ago where it has all these like amazing like old like old ha- like abandoned houses, not Detroit or anything like that. I think it's somewhere around there. It's not Detroit. It's not Detroit. It was some was it sort in of Michigan. I can't remember, but there was I, there was a like a month back like a, a little while ago where I was obsessed with going to this one particular place. Oh, was, was it in Ohio or something? It was something I can't okay. remember. Yeah. But yeah, so that was kind of like I I, I respect your, your Albuquerque thing. But now I've totally forgotten about it, so I can't wait for the day when you forget that you want to go to Albuquerque. No, I just I have to go to Albuquerque. That's just what the bottom line okay. is. So I need to figure out a weekend, and I'm going to go to Albuquerque. That's, no. I'm going to make that happen. You have a great Big time. dreams. Big dreams, folks. So anyway, but whatever you want to go, just go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Expedia link. Also, of note, uh, this is May 31st. We're recording this show live at noon o'clock on uh, the Fun Employment Radio Network. So depending on when you're listening, I don't know, it could be via podcast. But you have until 5 p.m. Pacific time today to get your order in for a Fun Employment Radio hoodie. So if you haven't ordered your hoodie yet... This is the last few hours. We've given a month warning. That's it. Once this, uh, once five o'clock hits, that's the end of the orders. And thank you to everyone so. 
who's ordered one. We're yeah. able to build a small army with this. This is awesome. Yeah. So I'm excited that all of us can be representing all around town. Yeah. I'm putting that order in today. I already let them know. I'm like, hey, just so you know, I'm sending you the numbers later. And they said, perfect. Yeah. And we have them going all over the world. There's some going to Australia. we got our, some our Calgary pals. Yeah. So if you would like one, um, get your order in now because that's the last. These will be available. Yeah. So there we go. 5 p.m. Pacific. 5 p.m. Pacific. So go to FunEmploymentRadio.com. The ad's right there on the top of the page. Uh, okay. So let me explain what happened last night. This was another, and, and we've talked about these things before here on the show, my long, crazy dreams that go way too late overnight. And this was one of those last night, like an all-night dream. And, you know, my previous dreams have been weird, filled with monsters and all kinds of things. This one wasn't so much monsters, but it was strange. So it did involve you and I. That's really weird. I, don't, I still weird. don't you're, like that you, like, kidnapped me in your dream. You're usually not in my dreams. Like, usually you're not involved in this, uh, or, or it's just, like, peripherally, like, my friends are there. But this was, you were, you were involved in it. There were other people, too, but I don't, I can't remember who. Um, but here's the setting. So we were in this... Kind of like, I want to say, like a ski town. Like a like, bunch like of... Aspen? Maybe not. I've never been to Aspen. I haven't but either, I would say but is that like where that. they go in Dumb and Dumber? Uh, yes, yes, it is where okay. they go in Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, maybe... That's what I, I just picture that being like the ultimate ski town. Maybe something-ish like that, or I'm thinking like... Like, Mizzou- like Timberline? Missoula is not a ski town, but something like Missoula. Like a... Um, uh, where it's a lot of like wood lodges. And what about like in Alaska? A little bit like Alaska. Like where Nate used to live. Um, yeah, a little bit like, uh, why am I blanking? Um, Girdwood. Uh, yeah, a yeah. little bit like Girdwood. A okay. little like Girdwood. Um, yeah, you could definitely see some of that. Like, the bars were all, like, wood and big open areas inside, like, fireplaces and stuff like that. And there were, there was a hall in each one of these places where people could perform, like a stage. And we were in this town, and we were guests in this town. And we were walking around. It was snowy outside and it was dark it was always night during this entire thing okay but the thing was we were there in this town we were hired to come there to perform stand-up comedy now if you know sarah and i we are not stand-ups no that is not something that we do we love stand-ups you know? some of our good friends are stand-ups i know, I know lots of stand-ups <laughs> many stand i call many friends stand-ups you know or stand-ups yes. friends however you want to say it but no we are not stand-up stand-up comedians you know we work in comedy nor do we have any desire to be just uh, yeah. just to clarify that sounds that, that is my nightmare there's a lot of room in comedy to do all kinds of things stand-up comedy is a very very uh, specific. We thing. appreciate and the broadcasting spectrum. We're on the broadcasting side. Mm-hmm. That's that's what we do. Uh, so that's not something I, I really have any desire to do. However, in this dream, that's what we were. We were touring around. We were hired to be there to do stand up, but we were only doing fifteen minutes each. I remember that was that's the specific only. Thing. Do you know how long fifteen minutes is? Mm. That's a huge. Set. No, it's way long. But in the dream. You know, that was just part of what the thing was. So that like people were paying to see 15 minutes of stand-up from each of us separately. We went on stage together. And you would go first. And I, I would, we would stand backstage and there was like an audience and people are like applauding. And, and then you would go on stage and do your stand-up. And you were really, really nervous. Like you were super nervous. Yeah, which is of true course I would be because I don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah, and you didn't want to, but I'm like, no, this is our job. This oh, is God, what we have so it to do. is like that's like a real representation of me in your dream because that is something that I wouldn't want to do. But I'm like, no, we're getting paid to do this. You have to do it. Like we're here. You have to go on stage, and so you would just skedaddle out there on stage, and you were really nervous. But I remember in the dream though, um, you were. I don't remember any of your jokes, 
but you were you were pretty good. You had like a very specific set that you did, and that's what, what was you did. it about? Was it like when I did when I lost the bet and I did my whole sty routine? <laughs> Your sty jokes? Yeah. yeah, that was which was the like that was the worst thing that happened because it was so painful and awful. But the best thing because I finally I had something to focus all of my bad jokes on. Yeah, that was our, our for one of our fun employment radio listener parties like three years ago, yeah. I think. Sarah and I lost, lost a, bet. a bet, and I actually got up and fucking performed what I tried to be stand-up comedy. I remember Shane Torres, who is a comedian, he wrote me, like, right before it happened, he's just like, Sarah, wait, you're you're trying to be a stand-up comedian? Like, totally worried about the fact that, I'm like, no, god damn it, no, I'm like, don't, I don't want people, like, you know, our other comedian friends are like, that's really great, dude, no, and I'm like, no, I'm not doing this. Did it, I don't remember it, yeah, because it was I was so traumatized, yeah. it was a joke, I don't, I will never do mm-hmm. that again. Yeah, you told your sty jokes, and we... We started you off, I think, uh, I played Seinfeld music when you were walking up. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you know her, Sarah Dillon. Anyway, it was hilarious to everybody else. So That was awful. Yeah, well, half of it was you just made fun of me. Like, it was just well, jokes about me. Well, I mean, that's easy. Me. It's like the low-hanging fruit. Yeah. It's like Greg's short. It's like short, sty jokes and then... And, and I have a sty. I'm wearing my sty glasses and yeah. all sorts of puns. Yeah, and then you just made fun of me. So... I don't remember what your set was, but you you had it. I know you had it like all written down, like it was on just page after page of notes. So it was almost like you were reading it off of your notes when you were out there on stage. And in the meantime, but but people liked it. Like people liked your set, whatever it was you were talking about. In the meantime, what I was doing was preparing nothing. I kept saying like, "Now nah, it's fine. I'll make it up before I go up there." Like, I'm going to make up the 15 minutes before I go on stage. I'm just going to pick out things in the crowd, and then I'm going to make fun of it. Uh, oh, yes, because things. you're so good at riffing. Exactly. I know. Oh, like, yeah. You're such a – says the crazy person who has to have his list in order to even speak. Oh, that's not true. I mean, we do an hour do, show every day. I know. I you need your bullet points. I'm talk. saying you're not, a, you're not a riffer. Like, uh, you're, not a, you're not an impromptu speaker. I mean, I think we kind of do that with this podcast every day, but that's not stand-up. No. I mean, I think an hour of talking a day – I mean, shocking. Yes, we've got some bullet points, mm. like five bullet points for an hour. I don't think that's too, that's too restrictive on what, we, what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's different than 15 minutes of stand-up where you have to go up and, and, and do that. And so I, in my dream, I was super confident of myself to be able to do that. And then I got on stage, and every time, because we were performing at different places in this town, you would go up, you'd, you'd do great, I would go up. Like, with all the confidence in the world, like, oh, I'm just going to pick things. I'm going to riff on this. This is going to be easy. Why don't you, and I can, get will up. you do something right now? Will you pick something in the room and riff on it? No, because I, I don't remember exactly what it was. Again, I'm not a stand-up. This was in my dream I was doing that. And and in the, I, I wish I could remember some of the jokes. I, I don't. I don't know. But I know I'd like, I would, like, look around this room we were in and had it all, like, worked out. So I would go on stage, be ready to go, and I would get on stage, and I'd forget everything. He'd be like, and Greg Nibbler. And I'd walk up there, and I'd just stand there, and I, all of the jokes I, I, that I had, you know, quote-unquote, written in my head were gone. Oh, no. And so it was just like a blank slate. It was a blank Greg, slate. of course it was a blank slate. You just go in and riff on Okay, okay, okay. This is a dream. Again, this isn't like something where I actually did this. This is my dream, but it was my nightmare. And so I would forget everything. And then the crowd was like, uh, like there wasn't even, they didn't even really boo. They just started mumbling and talking to themselves. Oh, that's worse. Yeah, and then I just would 
slowly walk off the stage and I'd be, I'd be gone. And Kenny <laughs> Gillian saying, Greg, so what's the deal with many wheat thins? It was jokes kind of like that. That's, that's what I was kind of working with. So I would get off stage and we'd go to the next place. We'd walk over to the next one and then I would, we'd go through it all again. I'd build my confidence back up. I'd get on stage. Nothing. And to where we ended up having to talk about getting paid and uh, this bartender that we're at a bar at, this was specifically in the dream, got really pissed off at us. And because, Wait, us? Me too? Yeah, you got roped into it too. You got roped into it too. Yeah, and, uh, and kicked us out because, because my performance wasn't good. Oh, man. Wow, this is so like... I got kicked out because your performance sucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You still got... Do you remember any of the topics to which you uh, spoke of during this comedic routine? <laughs> yes, and I'll tell you why part of it, I'm sure, came in there. There were Trump jokes because last night I was following the... Uh, oh, Kofifi? Kofifi. I say Kofifi. Actually, I call it Kofif. Kofif? Mm-hmm. No, that's Kofife. how it is. Kofif is how it Kofife. is. Kofif. No, not Kofif. All right, if you don't know what we're talking about, it is this thing that happened last now. night. If you do, um, it was this thing that was on Twitter for what, like three or four hours. No, it was on longer than that. Longer than that until like I, five o'clock in the morning when he started writing all of his crazy shit on Twitter again. Yeah, no, Trump. In case you don't know, Trump posted something on Twitter yesterday, probably around eight o'clock ish p.m. Pacific time. And it was like an unfinished thought, and then it was just this random, like, blurted out word, like yeah, so, nonsense word, C-O-V-F-E-F-E. Yeah, so it said, despite the constant negative press, Kofifi. And it's like, what? And it, it just stayed up there because they're usually so on it, you know, because he's like, that's how I communicate with the world. Like, read my Twitter page, because that's what I do. And then this shit was up there for hours. Hours. So everybody, if you were on Twitter like, at people all. people thought that he was dead, that he had a stroke. That, like, something had happened. Like, it, seriously, like, it was just so out of character. It was so weird that it was left up for so long. And the internet was just delightful it, yesterday. It was a lot of fun. It was fun. It and was... you can be, like, all like, oh, I'm over that shit. Oh, look, he's distracted. It's like, yes, he. It, it might be a distraction, but you know what? I can pay attention to a lot of things at the same time, and maybe that's just one thing that I found funny. That other creative people... Like, took it and made okay. funny memes. To clarify, that wasn't him trying to be funny. No, no, no. everybody having a f- fun at his expense, no matter what side of the spectrum you're on. It, the jokes were really funny on Twitter last night. It oh, was, my God. It was a good time. Like, the memes uh, and the, wow, how quickly people could do this. It was, uh, that's why I'd, I didn't go to sleep until late, because I kept refreshing just to see if it was still yeah, there. Yeah, And then reading all of the different memes and responses. Yeah, yeah. So that, so because I was following that before I went to sleep... Uh, Kofifi. Uh, that's how I say it. No, Kofefe. I think that's what I was saying it last night. I don't know. I mean, it's Kofif. Kofif or Kofifi? Kofefe. Kofefe. Yeah, that's, that's how I was saying it. Uh, but anyway, so the bottom line was Trump was part of my, my jokes that I had written up and like working that into it. And other than that, though, I don't remember a lot of the jokes. But the bottom line was this. There's the bottom line on this whole entire story is that... Uh, I was uh, I was not as good as 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 I was confident. I was very confident in myself, mm-hmm. and um, and it just didn't yeah. didn't follow through. Yeah, maybe you needed to have more interesting objects that you were going to start riffing off of. Um, maybe I mean I think I think the objects worked because I was you know making th- fun of things in like the because it was like an old town like there was a moose joke that i had somehow a moose joke something about a moose um yeah i would just pick out things in the bar 
And this just continued to go on? Like, did you get worse it was and terrible. worse as the night went on? No, because every time before I went on, I thought I had it all worked out. I'm like, okay, there's my 15 minutes. Like, this is how long my dreams are. That They feel like they last all night long. So I woke up at one point before I went on stage and thought, damn, this is a pretty solid routine that I just worked up here. Like, maybe I ought to consider this. And then this when you start like to think asleep. about what it is, you can't really remember exactly what it yeah, is. Yeah, but then I'd fall back asleep because I wake up a lot when I sleep anyway. And then I'd fall back asleep and then I'd go on stage and it'd just be horrible. It'd be horrible. Oh, boy. I had that sounds kind of like a stress dream. I had a stress dream too last night, but mine wasn't like a comedic performance. Mine was that I was at my because I haven't been at my cater waiter job in a couple months now because it's uh-huh. been like super slow. Um, but I had like a stress dream about my cater waiter job last night. Okay, that I had showed up and it wasn't you know of course it wasn't you know where I work, but it, you know I could tell that it was where I was supposed to work. And okay, had, like, so it represented uni- your work. It represented my work, and I was wearing a uniform that wasn't quite my uniform, but it represented my uniform. And there are all these tables that were seated, and I was responsible for getting them drinks, and I couldn't find cups anywhere, and I was supposed to get them all like different kinds of drinks. And by the time I would find the cups and go to like the beer taps, then I would. The beer taps would all be, like, different from what they were before, and then I'd have to run back to the table, but the table would be different. Like, this just kept going on because I couldn't find glasses. Then when I'd find the proper glasses, I couldn't find the table that they went to. It was just oh boy. It was really stressful. It's a real, real mix-up situation going It on. was. I didn't quite know what was going on because every time I would try to, like, perform, like, one simple task, I wasn't able to. And all the people that I was working with hated me. For some, like, everyone was kind of sitting around glaring at me. I have no Uh-oh. idea why. Okay. There were a couple of my friends were there, but they had like distorted faces. Like they was looked I there? Like themselves. You weren't there. Why was I there? Actually, I maybe you were there, but you weren't like a like. I let integral... you into my dream. You, you were you part weren't of an the... integral part of it. You were like sitting because there was a a big like half moon bar that a bunch of people were sitting at, and I remember Tuggy was there, and then I think you might have been there, but you know you're just Wait, so. So not... you let your friends in, but you didn't let you didn't let me in to go have a drink. I mean, I think you were there, but you were just not important. So I don't really remember if you were quite there or not. I think well, some like version of you was there. I don't know about this. Yeah, but it continued like how yours is the, you know, your jokes dream all night. Mine was the whole like I, you know, I was trying to pour beer for somebody, then all I could find was like a champagne glass, and I'm pouring in there. I'm like, wait, I can't just give them a champagne glass full of beer. I need to find a pint glass, and I try and find them, and they were dirty, and then I mm-hmm. go back, and the taps were changed, and the, and the other waiters and waitresses were angry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that sounds stressful. I still have those, and I I had another like radio stress dream the other night too. Oh, uh, where, where the where it goes silent. Same thing where I'm in like dead a, air. It's dead air where I'm in uh-huh. a room with a couple of our old coworkers, but they're all like mishmashed from different companies that I worked for, and I was in a room, you know, with the computer going with all the carts. Uh huh. How we used to have to do it, and you just manually loading the carts, and then like everything was in a particular folder, and I couldn't get the folder open to drag over the carts, and then there was dead oh, air. Oh no. Yeah. I think I'm stressed out a little. Yeah, that could be. I think maybe could a little be. It bit. sounds like it. Well, yeah. we go for a bike ride or something. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about that tomorrow. Yes. Um, all right. Well, why don't we do this? Uh, let's see. We're starting to run low on time. Do you have any world of crazy or do we want to take a quick yeah, break? Yeah, does she know which room we're in and everything? Yes. Okay. So I just saw that she posted a picture that she's pretty close to our building and that was like 10 minutes ago. Okay. Why don't we, um, why don't we take a break? And do that, and then uh, come back here in just a minute. Awesome. Something up right here, right now. Okay, there it is. That was not part of my stand-up. I didn't do any singing in it. Oh, thank God. God, wh- 
I wish I could remember the joke. Okay, well, think about it, and then I'll see if I can. And then tell me. Okay. I'll see if I can. All right, uh, let's take a break here for a minute. We're gonna we're gonna do that. We're gonna pause, and then we're gonna bring in Becky Bronstein to talk about what she's doing this weekend, which is pretty awesome. She's uh, she's got a pretty big show coming up this weekend, so we'll talk all about it when she gets in here. We'll do that in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Radio Network. Now I can't get that out of my head, what you just said. It's like throwing me off all of a sudden. Uh, all right. It's true, though, is it not? Uh, yeah, now that, now that you've said it, I've never noticed that before. Uh, but now that you've said it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Your, um, your bobblehead is well-endowed. It is a well-endowed bobblehead. Yeah, it did. It is. There's nothing wrong with that. But now that's all I can think about. Okay, hello. Welcome Wait, back to Fun Employment Radio. Well, okay. no, because now I look at that bobblehead every day. That's never what I thought. And we have the, the sets of our, our bobbleheads here on, on our table. Yeah, they're a wonderful friend Jason made us. Oh, and yeah, I was just pointing amazing. out to our friend Becky, who we're going to bring on right now, that uh, I have very large breasts in my, <laughs> <laughs> you do. my bobblehead. I have never thought about that before. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. Uh, we are joined now by Becky Bronstein. Hello. Hey, hey, what's up? Thank you for having me. Oh, my Yay. gosh. We're so happy to have you. I can't believe we've never had you on before. I know. I'm super happy to be here. I love you guys. You're so oh, much fun. Oh, yay. Yeah, so we were talking earlier about how we met Becky. Well, I mean, we've, we've all kind of think known who each other were, but we didn't really sure. officially meet until uh, Bridgetown mm-hmm. over this past, uh, I guess, last month. Yeah, Bridgetown. Is that already last festival? month? Oh, my God. It's Jesus. coming up on that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's about three weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah. Damn. And so crazy. Becky was it. in uh, the Bridgetown Comedy Festival, and she also had one of the best named showcases there, <laughs> yes. which was called uh, Becky with the Good Jokes, right? Becky with the Good Jokes. It was a real good <laughs> show, too. We were we were packed. We That audience was like just full of love. It was a happy, crazy time. Oh, awesome. Loved every minute of it. Yeah, because the lineup, who was in the lineup again? Oh it, was God, it was pretty so insane. We had, uh, we had Amy Miller. We had Shane Torres. Uh, we had, like, Candace Thompson. We, oh, my God. It was just, like, Nathan Brandon, Killers, 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 Wall to Wall. Wow. Yeah. Fantastic. One of the best shows. Not just saying that because I hosted <laughs> it. <laughs> now, when it comes to something like that at a festival, do you choose who goes on it? Or no. do they, they just say, hey, here's who's nope. coming? You get a showcase, and this yeah. is like- but, but had I been able to choose, I would have chose exactly those same people because it was that good of a lineup. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, how That's awesome cool. to be able to do something like that and be like, this was mine. Like I, you know, collectively, it has your name on it. That's your show. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. I mean, they they told me, hey, you're gonna get to host your own show. Like, come up with a fun name. And I was like, the first thing I thought was like, what about Becky with the good jokes? And like, you know, the person was like, we were thinking that too. Uh, <laughs> nailed it. Our, oh, our buddy and wow. our we have a live chat, and our buddy in there like it says, we're like, our friend Becky's coming in, and he's like, oh, Becky with the good hair. I'm like, funny enough, no, we're showing <laughs> Becky with the good jokes. My hair is just okay. I feel your hair is pretty good. It's pretty solid. You've got a good head of hair. There. Oh, th- oh, I feel like man. it can get pretty big, right? It's that uh, well, it's 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 disgusting, is what I put in it. <laughs> it's the best hair product I've found. <laughs> Sprinkle some in, shake it up, keeps it keeps it aloft. Oh, what the do you higher put in the there? hair, uh, just just gross. Just I don't know, dry shampoo in I, general being gross. I use a lot of dry shampoo except for my yeah. hair. You know, it starts to become like a helmet kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, dry sh- yeah. because it's awesome because you don't have to wash your hair and like sure. the color stays. Seems or like a dream. <laughs> Seems like a dream, but then it's kind of it's kind of gross. But talcum yeah. powder I've actually used too, which works Ooh. really well. See, that would turn my hair kind of gray. It would turn your hair, hair kind of gray. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah, talcum powder. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> tried that. So. You, oh, you don't know, act right? like. <laughs> hey, he uses a lot of hair products. He, you use more no hair way. products than 
I do. Naturally. No, I don't. No, I For don't digital trends? Much. Yeah, just a little bit. Not much. Mm. But yes, I do use some hair products. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to be on camera for it. I know. I'm, I'm just, just what am I going to no do? Judgment gonna, here. Gonna, no judgment. Yeah, there was judgment in that, there in that was a tone. Bit of judgment. Um, <laughs> but at uh, the first part of the show, we were actually talking about this dream I had last night. So Sarah and I work, cool. you know, work in this section of comedy, working in podcast radio, sure. stuff like that. And stand up is not something either of us want to do. We love stand up. We don't want to do it. Yeah, I mean, neither of us have ever and desired to. And no. It's, and that's, that's fine. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's just, totally it's just fine. not like, what we want to do. Yeah. But, sure. And last night, my dream was we were doing stand-up, and we were we were booked to go on this tour Ooh. for some reason. And I was super confident in my dream. I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to make it up before I go on stage. Like, I'll just I'll figure something out. <laughs> and then I get on stage, and absolutely nothing. And it was just the audience staring at me. Yeah, because he, know, in his dream, he was blankly. going to wing it. Yeah, I was going to wing it. Which sure goes really well. Yeah, I'm like, ah, yeah, I'll make it 15 minutes. Yeah, I'll do that. 15 oh, minutes, God. no problem. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and 15 minutes yeah. is a big chunk That's of a long time. time to wing it. Time. Yeah. yeah it, <laughs> shockingly, it didn't go well in my dream either. So, oh, yeah, I got That's up and just had nothing. And oh. to where people just started talking amongst themselves. So it was this nightmare, um, which is, reinforces my desire to never do stand-up. But you sure. do stand-up. I what, do. What uh, made you decide to get into this? <laughs> into this nightmare? I, I've had nightmare. that nightmare as well, by the way. And I think, I don't remember any of my jokes. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I, uh, I actually started out as an actor. Uh, and then I sort of transitioned into, like, improv and sketch because... Because living in Alaska, all we had was improv. There was no stand-up at the time. Really? Uh, okay. Yeah, but I always found myself like preparing things in advance to say. And like I kind of wanted to be a lone wolf. And it just I think stand-up was the natural progression. I'm such a control freak. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't want to have to rely on anyone. I don't want to like yeah. wake up at a particular. I don't know. Like it's just yeah. Like I, I like the lone wolfness. Of yeah, because it, it's also, your thing. It's your project. Yeah, totally. Like yeah, I I write it. I perform it. It's all me. You, you know? know what comes next. You know yeah. how it's supposed to work. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's awesome. So you started. Uh, you started the improv up there. Or did you start doing stand up up there? Uh, I I started doing improv up there. I was in a troupe uh, for several years uh, because you know, as I said, there was no stand up scene in Anchorage mm-hmm. uh, until I left. And then right after I left, there was like <laughs> there's like ten people now. You know, but like <laughs> I uh, yeah, I started doing stand up here in Portland, and uh, I think it's a great place to to do that because yeah. you you learn to be better. I think. With you know, there's like over 200 comedians in town here, right. and like people, so many, and people all are, different are, kinds, of, yeah, yeah, whatever kind of comedy. You gotta, you gotta think. I mean, people here are smart, and they're, you know, they're socially aware. Like you can't, you can't be a lazy joke writer and succeed in Portland. Yeah. I think that's that's good. You know, yeah, yeah, kind of trains you up from from there. How long yeah. ago did you move away from Anchorage? Uh, I moved in 2010. Oh, awesome. Uh, yeah, which was a combination of of the the dream of pursuing comedy and not having an outlet in Anchorage, and also I I got diagnosed with thyroid cancer and I needed better medical. <sighs> treatment so i had oh. to hit the road oh my oh, god wow. how's everything yeah. going down oh, good I, I had a clear scan this year everything's looking congratulations good. Oh, that's thank wonderful. you yeah yeah that's it's, fantastic uh, it's, it's looking good it was really hard but like man it's it's uh going good now dang well you just kind of pulled yourself up by your bootstraps and came over here yeah, just you know yeah ready to go yep so That's, what do you miss anything about being in Anchorage? Um, I liked the weather. I really hate the heat. I don't yeah. enjoy the sun. I am not a heat person I, either. Nice. Yeah, I'm very here, like, oh. I'm very sweaty. Yeah, extremely oh. sweaty. Total, do we need? I mean, come on. You can. There's only so many t- clothes you can take off. I know. To get comfortable. Yeah. Whereas in the winter, you can wrap up. You can put on a sweatshirt. Don't you know what I mean? You can layer up Damn. a little. Yeah. No, that's it. Like I can like 70s, 80s. I can totally tolerate. But when it goes from 50 to like 100, <laughs> like that to me is like blazing hot. Though yeah. I'd rather have it be like 60 degrees. You know. Yeah. That's my summer. Nope. I totally understand. <laughs> I'm a I'm a legging sweater kind of girl. I'm like, oh god, here it comes. Like I'm not gonna yeah. be able to wear makeup all summer because it's just gonna oh, melt off. You get the sweat in your eyes. That's the worst mm-hmm. feeling in the world. 
world that burns and like, oh my god. Yeah, because Greg's a sweater too. Yeah, yeah. sweat. Yeah, yeah. sweaty guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely a sweater. But you don't guy. get the eye makeup stings. I don't mind yeah, it. No that's, no, that's unique. No, I don't do that. No, that is I don't a unique it. pain yeah, that yeah. you get. Yeah. It's the worst. Yeah. I do okay. like Alaska because I've been going up to Alaska on and off oh, okay. for like, I don't know, like 15 years because I've had my, my two best friends growing up have both lived there at different points. So mm-hmm. every couple of years I go up to Alaska, which is awesome. And we actually did our stay. show from there a couple of years did ago. you? Cool. Yeah, yeah. So we actually took Fun Employment Radio up on the road to Anchorage, nice. which was which is cool. But talking about the heat, that that's the coldest I've ever been was when I was up there <laughs> during the winter one <laughs> time. July. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was, it was like negative 10, I think. In, oh, I went there okay. in the winter. Sure. Like, uh, I think January <laughs> is when yeah, one of the times that I went up there. Right. Yeah, that yeah. was... Negative uh, 10? Yeah. That's not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably not. That's probably not as cold as it gets. I mean, but when it me, gets that cold, can you even feel how cold it is anymore? Oh man, you just like my mouth froze. Like I couldn't snot talk. Freezes in yeah. your nose. It's that's a weird feeling. Oh yeah. god, oh, I miss it. <laughs> it's uh, it's also pitch dark though too in the winter. So yeah. like you know, oh, everyone's yeah. just sort of in the dark, being angry, frozen snot. It's like a community <laughs> building. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Everybody there seemed to yeah get. They were they were all suffering in the same way. Sure, but yeah, there was yeah. something like invigorating about that. Like everybody's suffering at the same time. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like a bonding experience. That is, that is a very Alaskan thing, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure, <laughs> we're all bonding. in this together. Adapt and overcome. Yeah, yeah. That was the first t- and only time I've been to Anchorage and uh, to Alaska, and I mm-hmm. fucking loved it. I loved it. Alaska is like a magical land. Like I wasn't there in the winter yeah. when it's negative ten with the frozen snot, but I mean. When we went there, you know, camping next to the Matanuska Glacier oh, yeah. and, like, seeing, like, all the fun bars and things that there were in town, it was really yeah, cool. Oh, summer is a magical time, too, because it's, yeah. it's daylight all day and night and everybody mm-hmm. just goes nuts and you've just been bottling it up all year and you <sighs> burst out and, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> That's true because there's so much, is it like 20 hours of sunlight or something? It's, I mean, it's, it never really gets dark in the summer. I mean, there's, like, kind of twilight and, like, you know, three in the morning maybe, but you could be out all night and see where you're going. It's, it's fantastic. That's so trippy. I miss that, man. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, because you could just be doing something at any hour of the day. And we do, man. There's, <laughs> there's there's nothing to do in the winter, you know, but like in the summertime, like, look out, man. We'll, we'll find shit to do. We'll make shit up that didn't exist before and do it, you know. Oh, fun. Gotta Midnight take advantage. snowshoe soft. I mean, I don't know. Oh, That's yeah. kind of a winter thing. Yeah. yeah. yeah you know. Oh, well, I want, can we go back to Alaska, please? Yeah, we'll figure out how to. Let's, let's yeah, go, let's you guys, right now. Let's, let's just do it, you guys. Unemployment <laughs> Radio Alaska version two. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, you have an awesome show coming up this weekend, which oh yeah, and I don't, we didn't even say on the show we yet haven't yet. This is it's so awesome. Who you're working with? Awesome. Maybe if you want to say, I would be happy to say uh, this Friday <laughs> and Saturday at Helium Comedy Club, I am going to be opening for Pauly Shore. Pauly Shore. Pauly Shore. <laughs> that is so awesome. It is awesome. Yes. Have you ever met him before? I have never met him. No. Oh wow. I'm looking forward to it. His family so nice to me. Yeah, I hope he is too. Like his family's so. Story. Storied in the comedy community, right. like yeah, his yeah. mom oh, and everything, sure. like comedy royalty. Yeah, uh-huh. yep, 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 oh, yep. that's so cool. I mean, I grew up watching. Oh, Polish. I mean, who did? Of course, didn't, he you know, was the nineties. I mean, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, and so that's fantastic that he's coming to town. Yeah. I don't know the the stories I've heard. Like I've never met him either. Bobby Lee, we've had in a few times, mm-hmm. and he was Polly's roommate for a while. He had some stories about him that I guess he likes to be nude a lot, and uh, <laughs> that makes sense. That yeah. seems to be about right. Yeah, he said that's Polly fine, Shore didn't you know? wear pants a lot of the time. They were roommates. And <laughs> it's like no, that's just what he does. Uh, but I I can only imagine his stand up's just amazing. I mean, with the 
It's, I, yeah, you know, I, I have no to say idea it's just his pedigree of comedy. Yeah. Well, I mean, regardless, or not. like you always get to say now, like I opened for Polly Shore. Right. Yeah, is... like we're going to be hanging out. I don't know. Like, if you told me like this was going to be happening in my life when I was, you know, 13, 14, yeah. I'd have been like, oh, OK. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh, that's in Cena Man. So that guy, you're going to be. Uh... <laughs> <All right>. well, <laughs> hey, you know, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Like, I think it's going to be super fun. I expect a crowd to be really good. Like, I think people mm-hmm. are going to be like down, down to have fun. I'm I'm pumped. Oh, ready? Yeah, especially it's a nice air conditioned place, <laughs> yes. and people can get out of the heat oh, and laugh really. for a little while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so show. cool. So it's so it's four shows: Friday and Saturday. That's right. Yep, two, two shows, shows on Friday, night. two shows on Saturday, and this is this is going to be one high energy show, man. Because like oh, I don't know yeah. if you can tell, but I'm I'm a very animated, <laughs> pumped up person. Oh, yeah. and it's just going to keep getting more pumped until Polly comes out and just bursts into flames. You know, I mean, <laughs> this is going to be. You don't want to miss this one, man. <laughs> this is awesome. wake you up. <laughs> Well, Becky, where can people follow uh, all, all of the things that you're doing? Like, follow you on the on the internet. Uh, I have a website, which is www.beckybronstein.com. I am also on Instagram at Becky Bronstein. I'm on Twitter at Get This Becky from Alaska. Wow. I'm on Facebook. I hate Snapchat, but I'm on there for some reason. I still yeah. have not figured it out. I don't know how to do it. I've got yeah, one. I've tried it. I just don't like I it. I know. Yeah. yeah. No. I know it's one of those things you're supposed no to do. I, that's really hard for me. I much prefer Instagram. Mm, Insta, that's like, that's the thing that I love. You yeah. can keep the pictures, you know. Mm. Like you took yeah. some great pictures outside of our studio. I was just seeing that. that. Was fun, yeah. Mm. Just walking around, just kind of killing time. I was a little around. bit. Well, I don't know. Just admiring the scenery. <laughs> this is like an exotic land to me. I never come out here. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, what part of town do you yeah. live in? I, I live in uh, Southwest, like kind of near Multnomah Village. Oh okay, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So this is different. This yeah. Is, yeah. Well, the thing is, around here, like the warmer it gets, the more the crazy factor goes up. Yeah. As far as the people, this out is and the around. concentrated like, crazy oh, yeah. factor over yeah. here. Yeah. There's there's all kinds of nutty people. Well, we have like our, I don't know if you saw the tent out there, but that's our uh, our crazy preacher lady. Oh yeah, we have our preacher. Our crazy preacher lady. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, how did I miss this? When I came in here this morning, like nine thirty, she was out preaching in the. So she has this. No, she fucking preaches. So she has. She has this uh, wooden cross. Sometimes it varies in size depending on what she's made it with. And she's like this this beautiful black woman Mm -hmm. who looks normal, but is batshit insane. And like she'll just go out there ranting and raving and she does not stop talking. She's like, and the Lord Jesus said to me and I grant you this day. And like just will walk around with her cross. Yeah, she doesn't talk to anybody in particular. She's not talking to you. She doesn't accost you. She just wanders the streets. Stand up is similar. So I (laughs) 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 never engage the crowd on the chat. Listen or not, I'm going to keep talking. And she'll kind of acknowledge you, like kind of maybe talk in your direction as you pass by her and then she'll just keep talking and then like you're out of her line of vision. Yeah, it doesn't matter anymore. I get it, you know. That, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's yeah. just one of our neighborhood. Yeah, people. Ooh. There's, yeah. there's also a guy named. Should I say his name? What? Wolf. Oh yeah. Wolf. Yeah, there's a guy named Wolf. Who's Wolf? Wolf's hey. real nice. Wolf uh, patrols some buildings here. I think. I think in exchange for some food. I don't know what, okay. what the, the arrangement is. Good for him. A, um, you got to hustle. Wolf mm-hmm. loves to talk. Okay. And if you get stuck talking with him, you're you're gonna listen to him for a while. Okay. Yeah. Very nice guy. But, but like, Wolf is also resplendent in Wolf everything. Yes, he lives. The character. He lives the wolf, the wolf life. lifestyle. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You'll yeah. see some right. of his tags around here too. Like I saw mm-hmm. one this the other day. <laughs> yeah. I know. I, yeah. I just want to do laps around it's the building, pretty, hoping yeah. I get preached to and wolf. But, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wolf will talk to you. He's, wow. he's not shy. He'll I, come wolf, up and say if you're hi. listening, I'm down to talk, man. Hit me up. <laughs>
Yeah, wow. there's. Uh, yeah, I have to say it's a, it's endlessly entertaining. So mm-hmm. I bet. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah, I don't mind it. I gotta come out here more. I know. Well, you should. We're gonna have to come on again. I should, I should start preaching. I should be like the the competing preacher. <gasps> see how she takes that. Oh, yeah, you can go boy. on the other corner. Yeah, because she just the other thing. You know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Wolfism. You know. Yeah, yeah. I got a church of two already. Head <laughs> start, man. Win it. it out with the three. I <laughs> 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 will right, well, follow Becky. Yeah, and yes. all of her internet's things. And get tickets heliumcomedy.com to go yeah. see Becky and Polly Shore. Uh, get to see Polly Shore follow up Becky Bronstein this yeah. weekend. So. <laughs> I'm sure as hell not following him. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Becky, thank you so much for coming oh, in. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, you guys wonderful. are so cool. This was fun. You're so cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Becky Bronstein right here. She is just wonderful. She is. Yeah, so Becky... And uh, I do have to say, she does have amazing hair. Yeah. 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 It's a good head some of solid hair. hair. Mm-hmm. We'll put up a picture, too. So there'll be a picture attached with this episode. So feel free to retweet that, because we took the picture in the Fun Employment Radio Worthy Brewing Green Room. We sure did, Greg. Worthy Brewing, sponsor of Fun Employment Radio's Green Room. We appreciate them a ton. Uh, they're awesome. So all of our pictures that we post, you'll see their logo in the background, and uh, they are supporters of ours, and we do appreciate that. Somebody, and I apologize, I don't have it pulled up, somebody sent me a message over the weekend uh, of themselves at, I think it's Savi's Island, uh, drinking a worthy beer. Oh, you showed that to me. I can't remember who it yeah, was, though. Yeah, and I'm that sorry I didn't have it pulled rad. up. Yes, but thank you for doing that. Like, anytime you post about our sponsors online um, or on uh, Facebook or Twitter or anything like that and tag them and us, it makes us look cool. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. So, Worthy Brewing, fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. Awesome. All right. Um, Let's do a little bit of ball talk. I've got I've got just a little bit of ball talk. A little I've bit of get. ball talk. A little bit of ball talk, and then at the end of the show, I've got something important, a public service announcement that I'm going to have to make. A public service announcement? Yeah, I think it's it's pretty much yeah. Oh. It's pretty much a public service okay. announcement for for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter where you're at, but if you're going to be going in the woods, you'll want to know what that is. All right, first up, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Uh, just a couple of things here in ball talk. Uh, one, I just wanted to get out of the way because I was going to talk about this last week and I couldn't. I hate bringing up this name into the world of sports, but she is a very important figure in the world of the NBA anyway. Khloe Kardashian. Uh, who? In the news, Khloe Kardashian. She's dated half of the NBA, I believe, at this point. Um, and now there is a former NBA player named Rashad McCants, which I know the name Rashad McCants. He was, he was a big deal, I think, when he came into the NBA. Kind of bounced around to a few teams, but I don't remember him ever really doing that right. I think he was with the Timberwolves and then with the Kings, um, maybe a couple other teams. Anyway, he was supposed to be really good, but he didn't end up being that great. Uh, and he is saying that the reason he didn't end up becoming a 60 to $70 million player was because he was dating Khloe Kardashian and it ruined his career. Okay. He says that he's blaming her for it. Saying that by dating Khloe Kardashian, uh, it devalued him in the opinions of NBA teams. <laughs> and that he had had interest in NBA teams over the years, but nothing ended up working out. And he thinks it was because of the fact that it w- he was tainted for dating Khloe Kardashian. Probably. Um, I'm also going to disagree a little bit with that because uh, there's, there's quite a few people that have dated him. Or dated dated him dated her. I'm sure he's yeah. Dated she's quite a few gone through too, uh, quite the list of gentlemen. She has, but she also dated James Harden, and I don't think James Harden's career has been hurt by no. dating Khloe Kardashian. 
Uh, but nonetheless, the Chloe curse is what uh, what he is blaming it on. So there we go. I just want to get that out of the way. It's a warning to any NBA players that are listening to the show. Just to be, be forewarned, Rashad McCants thinks there's a Chloe curse. Uh, moving on to ball talk. I mean, it seems like an easy scapegoat, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're just not as good as he thought you were. It's probably more like what it is, but, you know, whatever. Uh, moving on to ball talk. The Stanley Cup finals are going through right now. Uh, going on right now, the Nashville Predators versus the Pittsburgh Penguins. And game one went to the Pittsburgh Penguins in, in Pittsburgh. Nashville Predators being a number eight seed going all the way to the Stanley Cup finals. Pittsburgh Penguins. That's a fun team to say. Pittsburgh Penguins. Pittsburgh Penguins. Pittsburgh Penguins. Almost were the Portland Penguins. Very, very, very close to being the Portland Penguins back in around 2000-ish. Uh, Paul Allen. There's a big, there's a huge story of how this happened. You can look it up online. Where the Penguins almost moved to Portland. They had all the finances in order to move the team here. And then at the last second, Mario Lemieux bailed them out. Bailed out Pittsburgh and kept them in in, in Pittsburgh. But man, Portland Penguins would have been cool. That would have been really cool. Although I understand Pittsburgh not wanting to get rid of their team. Well, we do have a cool team in Portland. Are you going to talk about that as it gets closer next week? Oh, uh, we can talk about that tomorrow. Okay. We can talk about that tomorrow. Which I know what you're talking about. It's so awesome. We yes. can talk about that okay, tomorrow. Okay, that's all. Yeah. That I, yes, yes, we can. Actually, there are some cool things with that. Back to back to what I'm talking about. Anyway, Nashville Predators versus the Pittsburgh Penguins, and here is something that happened that's causing quite a kerfuffle. So there was a man, a kerfuffle, a kerfuffle, a man by the name of Jacob Waddell. Jacob Waddell is a fan of Nashville, and uh, Nashville. One of the things that that people do in Nashville is. If you don't know this about the Detroit Red Wings, I think it's Detroit that does this. One of the traditions is to throw an octopus out onto the ice. <gasps> Ew, yeah, you've told me about this yeah. before. I don't like that one bit. The octopus started. The octopus thing started way back when, and it's the eight legs represent the eight original teams in the NHL. Suppose, and that's what it is. So you throw it out there because you want to beat the other teams. Don't tell me why. That's just what it is. That's that's just what they do. Nashville decided they wanted to have something. So <laughs> lately, they've thrown catfish onto the court. That seems kind of onto stinky. The, onto the rink. Well, so do octopus. You, know, you throw a bunch of octopus, octopuses? Octopuses. Octopuses. Yes. Onto the court. That's going to be stinky, too. So the catfish, uh, here's what, what happened with this. That's in Nashville that they do this. Well, this guy snuck a vacuum-sealed vacuum container with a catfish in it inside a pair of compression shorts that he wore into Pittsburgh's arena. Gross. So he had him smushed up against his thigh, this dead catfish, sealed in there so you couldn't smell it, snuck it into the stadium, and then uh, in the early stages of the second period threw it out onto the court. Threw the catfish onto the court. He was, of course, ejected immediately, which you would expect to have. Yeah. Ejected, probably told, you can't come back to Pittsburgh ever. You know, Come back to this arena. You're not allowed back here again. However, Pittsburgh's taken it Taken a little bit harder. They have now charged him with three crimes, disorderly conduct, disrupting a meeting, and possession of an instrument of crime. What? Possession. That seems pretty ridiculous. Of an instrument That's of ridiculous, crime. That's ridiculous, right? That's okay. ridiculous. So they're going after him. They, they, they're trying to criminally prosecute him for these three crimes, which, I mean, the, the penalty, I don't think he's going to get jail time, but it's a fairly severe penalty. And so, 
so they're going after him for all that. And now there are uh, several people from Nashville, Nashville council members, city council members, who are who are asking for him to be pardoned. They're like, look, yeah, he went over the, he overstepped, he threw something onto the ice. Ban him. Get it. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. You're banned from the stadium. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, I mean, that expect, seems to be enough. You should expect that. Yeah, you're banned. If nobody was hurt in this, oh. you make a public thing about it, yeah, but he's banned, and don't do that again. It's dangerous or something. I mean, something. unless he, like, hit somebody when he was no. throwing the catfish. No, nobody was hurt. Nobody was hurt. Then that seems, like, over the top. Just don't let him come back there again, and then yeah, that's, make a that's big the end of that story. spectacle of him for doing that, but mm-hmm. don't, don't do this. However, the, Pittsburgh looks like they're going to be going forward with uh, charging him with these crimes with an instrument... <laughs> Of crime, possession of an instrument of crime. That is what uh, they're claiming it is. So that okay. is that is what's happening. They continue on with their match tonight. Uh, game two of the Stanley Cup Finals continues. Nashville versus Pittsburgh. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Thing is a catfish, man. It's a catfish. There's a lot worse things. Now, you did know, he keep it in the sealed? Did he keep it in the sealed bag, or did he? No, I think he took it out of he the bag. Took it out, so he un. Oh, that must I have believe been stinky. he was a little stinky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony in the live chat saying it was also coated in Old Spice aftershave to cover the smell. So I didn't. I didn't realize that. Hmm. That's. I mean, you know, you went through a lot of effort to get that uh, catfish in there. That's it. Just ban him from the stadium. Just yeah. be like, all right, cool. My bad. I read yeah. up on it. Nashville was trying to figure out something that they could do. To have like a tradition, like like the octopus, and like, well, I got a lot of catfish around here, so I guess catfish are. <laughs> I guess it. we'll do the catfish. I guess we'll do the catfish. Mm. Yeah, so that's kind of how that came. What came do you about. think if um, in Portland we could throw something on the rink? What do you think it would be? Oh, boy, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we would be a city that would throw. It would be something that had to be fish. recyclable. Yeah, no, I mean, it wouldn't. No, are you kidding? It There's wouldn't be no, like a trout or a absolutely a hundred percent no way. People would be okay with throwing dead things onto. Uh, ben ice. says weed. Oh yeah, there could but be they, weed. No, because the league wouldn't handle that. If we get an NHL team, which is which is still a possibility, Phoenix Coyotes. I think they're on the way out, or Arizona Coyotes, whatever they're called now. They're on the way out. I'd say they go. I think they should come here instead of Seattle. Uh, yeah, what would we throw? Weed wouldn't work. Mm-mm. And actually, any, and nothing dead. Yeah, no, no, nothing dead. Yeah, so nothing dead. Nothing. Maybe like pine cones. Um, I mean, Pacific Northwest, lots of trees. Yeah, I mean, it's easy to get pine cones, but... It is, and they aren't hurting anybody. Yeah, I, well, I still think the team should be called the Portland Pioneers. I think that's what, if we get a team. Well, then if they're Pioneers, what would you throw on it? Like something that's soft enough that it wouldn't hurt anybody. Yeah, I'm trying to think of something it. soft from that. I don't know. Um... Boy, I, that's a tough question. Like coffee grounds or like coffee beans? No, not coffee beans. What coffee beans aren't? Well, I know. But I'm saying. I'm just thinking of get some hops and throw from, them on the on there. But things from Portland, like it is uh, meth you heads. Know, a big coffee. Jacob's saying, yeah, we do have a lot of meth heads. Um, huh? I don't know. I don't know. That's a t- that's a really good question. What would we throw? Okay, well, that's we'll something that needs to be it. debated. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll post that on Twitter. We'll see if we can get a debate going. Okay. About it. bonnets. Or what Courtney's saying. Everybody, get out your bonnets. Donuts. Don't, uh, yeah, I guess. I know, it's so cliche, but like. Yeah. That would kind of work. That would kind of work, yeah, mm-hmm. if we all threw donuts on the ice. Yeah. 
Oh boy, yeah, I don't know if that's a good yeah, idea. I don't know. All right, well, did you say that you had uh, you had a public service announcement? I do have a public service announcement, and it's specifically for people in uh, North Carolina. But I feel like it's something we can all take part in, and it has to do with a squatch watch. <laughs> Yes, indeed, here at Fun Employment Radio for our Squatch Watches. I like to make sure everybody's updated on the latest Bigfoot news. And this is something that's out there to actually help you. As we have the summer starting to roll around here in the North America. And, you know, people are going to be heading out to the woods. The chances of sighting a Bigfoot get much, much higher. And there is a group in uh, McDowell County, McDowell County, excuse me, McDowell County, North Carolina, that is advocating... You do something if you do encounter said Bigfoot or Sasquatch. And they're saying, don't call the sheriff's office. Don't call state wildlife officers. Don't dial any emergency services except for this one. Call up Bigfoot 911. So Bigfoot 911 is a group. They do expeditions uh, in McDowell County to go look for uh, Bigfoots and Bigfoot. Excuse me, Bigfoot, Bigfoot 911. Bigfoot, yes, and, uh, and Sasquatches and things like that. And he said, uh, we've collected a ton of evidence, mostly photographs. And what they want you to do is if you see one, now they say call Bigfoot 911. I don't think there's a phone number. There's just like a Facebook group for it. But they want I, I you, wish it was like 1-800-BIGFOOT or something. I, I know, and I've, I've scoured the article trying to find what the, uh, what, yeah, if they have anything like that. I don't think there's an actual phone number. They have an email address they can get a hold of. But what he said is... Uh, you know, they, they talk about some of the different experiences they've had. And Bruner is one of the guys. His last name is Bruner. And he said, um, you know, he heard one holler out in the woods at one point. Heard a Sasquatch hollering. And they, what they do is, is they, they help people who believe they've encountered one. And you contact them and they'll tell you the next steps to do to help document the evidence and figure out uh, where you need to go from there. So that's Bigfoot 911. And they, uh, they're, they've also appeared on TV programs like Mysterious Monsters and In Search Of. So these guys are very famous Bigfoot detectors. Oh, wow. And they're there to help you. So you contact them, Bigfoot911. You can email them, Bigfoot911BOBR at gmail.com. <laughs> That's Bigfoot911BobR at gmail.com if you have a Bigfoot911 emergency. That concludes the Squatch Watch. There we go. That was beautiful, Greg. That it is. Thank you to let people know that they have some place to go if they need. Indeed. To report their Sasquatch news. Absolutely. You know, another thing, if you're going to be heading out of the woods, another uh, good place to go and get prepared, Mm -hmm. is go to Next Adventure. Oh. Next Adventure. For all your Squatch needs? For Well, not necessarily your Squatch needs, but I mean, they have... Survival needs. They have that. They have your camping needs. They have any kind of outdoor activity you can think of. Next Adventure. 
can help you out. And Next Adventure, they're located here in Portland on the corner of Stark and Grand. Huge store. There's two stories, and then there's the basement with the bargain basement with used apparel as well. And if you go in there, like, say, say you're like, hey, I've always wanted to try a stand-up paddleboard, or I want to try camping and I, I don't really know what I'm doing and I don't know where to start. They can help you out with that. Or you don't like camping if you think that it's uncomfortable. Like they can show you how to do camping pads. They can yeah. do other things like to get you accommodated like, and comfortable to be out in the wilderness. That's a good point. Yeah. I've got a bunch of friends that are going camping, but I have a bad back. And so I'm a little, I'm afraid I'm going to be uncomfortable and I can't sleep on the ground. Yeah. That's a good point. Cots, mattresses, they'll, they'll pads. Have, they have all kinds of things to accommodate whatever you need. They can walk you through all of that stuff. Or if you're more advanced and an expert, they have help for that too. So that's all at Next Adventure. They're great people, and they're here, based here out of Portland. You can also go to the website, nextadventure.net, and order online as well. And then just tag us online. Tag us on. That was my little secret. Tag us on. Well, and speaking of uh, ordering online, as we had mentioned earlier, uh, sweatshirts are on sale and they will only be up until 5 p.m. Pacific today. And then we are going to be placing the order. So if you want to order one, funemploymentradio.com slash store. Yep. And pick yours up before Place they are unavailable. Your order now. Don't regret it. Don't don't wake up tomorrow and be like, oh, I'm full of regret. I mean, seriously, like if you if you like something and they offer a hoodie. You know you're going to use a hoodie. So, I mean, just yeah. get the hoodie. And that's the end of it. That's like, what I do. The order's, I mean, like, the order's done today. Yeah. You can't do anything about it after today. I mean, that's what I... Like, if I like something and I'm mm-hmm. like, cool, this is the way I can support them and I can also wear a, an amazing zip-up hoodie. Oh, and people have asked uh, before, just to clarify, I believe we have all the way up to 5X. We have all the way up to 5X. We 5X. have from extra small to 5X. Yeah. So, we have any kind of option that you need within those those range, that range. We've got it, but you have to order it in time. You have to order it by 5 p.m. Pacific time on May 31st, 2017. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're out. You're out. And we don't want you to be I out. am so excited to get my sweatshirt. Me too. Me too. I, I always love a good hoodie. Uh, so that's good. You can also still vote for us for best podcast in Portland. That link is going to be up at our website. I think that voting ends today or tonight at like midnight or something. So if you haven't done it yet, or, or maybe you already have, but you got another email address, go there and throw us a vote. Cool. Um, you can find the link right on the front page of our website, awesome. Unemployment, funemploymentradio.com. Um, and tomorrow we are going to be having a big announcement. We are indeed. A We've got a couple of big announcements. Which, We've got, uh, oh, yeah. We're kicking off June right, so I'm just saying stay tuned because we have a couple things we have, that we're super excited about. We have two big announcements tomorrow. One of yeah. which you'll want to get on uh, pretty quick because it's a limited edition thing. and Yeah, only, only... Um, it'll be... Say something. I'm trying to think of how mm. to say it without without ruining it. It's going to be a limited edition event that uh, will only be available to a certain amount of people. So uh, go ahead it'll and be It'll be an listening. exclusive VIP experience, if yes. you will. I'll leave it at that before I say too much. Yeah. So we'll but tell you all about, about that tomorrow. And of yeah. course, we're at 11 tomorrow since it is Thursday. 11 a.m. Pacific time. And podcast right. available afterward. Oh, that's one thing, though. For this announcement mm. tomorrow, if you're a podcast listener, you'll want to listen to the podcast right after we get it up. Because if live subscribers, you're going to you're all going to get first opportunities. Yeah, you get first dibs. Yeah, and and sorry, that's just how it goes because uh, we appreciate our live subscribers and that support. We appreciate our podcast listeners, but you're going to get the opportunity right afterwards. So download the podcast right at about noon thirty when it goes up tomorrow to get to be first in line. Awesome. Okay, that's it. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow with more funemploymentradio.com. Bye, Bye, everybody. Thank you, Becky. Bye.
You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. 